for, she does what so many of us do and takes the path of least resistance. Devaluing the sex act, diluting it to the point of insignificance, reinforces her belief that it doesn't matter. Through a series of psychological techniques, you can change the unconscious calculation whereby it's simply easier on the psyche to believe differently, and so the person naturally chooses a different path. If you remove the need to hold on to a belief, no matter how deeply ingrained, the behavior attached to it melts away. Make anyone more moral and ethical. Do you know someone whose moral compass is malfunctioning? If you're tired of someone's subhuman values, then it is possible for you to do something about it. Whether your daughter is sleeping around, a co-worker is stealing office supplies, or your spouse is cheating at the weekly card game, you can use the following psychological techniques to instill a greater sense of morality in them. Technique 1. The One Million Dollar Test It's easy to believe in something if there is nothing at stake. Take, for example, a businessman who will not hire a minority to work for his company. If you were to tell the employer that this person can bring a million dollars into his business, the man now has a conflict and therefore must make a choice. Research shows that the best bet, statistically, is that he will hire this person. Therefore, the employer has to readjust his views of minorities. Otherwise, he has to consider himself a greedy fiend who sells his soul for money. It's much easier on his ego to conclude that maybe they aren't that bad. Either way, you begin to break down his belief system. It's easy to have values when you don't have a conflict, just like this businessman. But if you create a conflict between what he believes and what he wants, you throw a monkey wrench into his thinking. In short, something has to give. Let's see how this works. Example. Bill thinks it's okay to walk out of a restaurant without paying for the meal. What is Bill's belief? The restaurant didn't provide the service he deserved. Other people do it too. The owner is a mean guy. They'll never miss his couple of bucks. Clearly, these are rationalizations. If Bill thought about it, he'd realize that not paying the check is wrong. But he doesn't want to think about it. Bill's wife introduces information that creates a conflict between Bill's belief and something that he wants. One of these will give. She says, You know, Bill, little Jimmy is getting old enough to understand these things. And he thinks that if you do something, then it's okay for him to do it too. Now the stakes have changed. The equation is no longer about a stolen meal without a guilty conscience. Rather, it becomes stolen meal equals corrupting son. This conflict helps to change Bill's behavior in the short run, and in conjunction with the other techniques, he will in time come to reevaluate his belief. There is something to be said for attacking the ego head-on. If a woman is told that others know all about what she does, that they find her actions beneath her and are disgusted by them, she may adjust her behavior. For example, you tell her, you know, a lot of people know about your cheating or stealing or lying, and they have known for some time. Everyone thinks you're great, but they are also put off by this. Although this may not result in a permanent change in her behavior, it may very well embarrass her into a short-term change. Technique 2. Backdoor Consensus Studies show that when we vocalize an opinion, whether or not we believe it to be true, 
In time, we usually come to support it. For instance, in a class assignment, students were chosen randomly to take different sides of an issue. After mock debates, the students overwhelmingly accepted, or at least sympathized with, the position they had to defend, even when they did not initially believe it to be true. Example, parents of a promiscuous teenage girl want to put a stop to her behavior. The parents should have the girl speak with a younger sister, female relative, or neighbor about the importance of waiting until marriage or committing to one person. A younger person is preferred because it puts her in a position of responsibility and authority. The parents can also arm their daughter with talking points by giving her readily available statistics showing, for example, that teens who sleep around have a higher rate of suicide and drug and alcohol abuse. Ideally, these should be regular talks. And in time, the message will begin to take root. And if you want to, it is fine to give her some type of external reward—money, a special privilege, a present—as an incentive to speak with this other person. However, after a few times, ask her to do it without any compensation. When she agrees, you'll know she's turned the psychological corner and has begun to embrace the very ideas you have been espousing. Note. If you believe that this person is the victim of past or current sexual abuse, professional help should be sought immediately. Technique three: image consistency. When someone sees us in a flattering light, we often strive to maintain the image that he has of us. When others think well of us, it helps us to think better of ourselves, and so we are often unconsciously driven to not let them down. Interestingly. The more fleeting the relationship, the more we may try because we do not have to sustain our efforts for very long. Do you know someone who would bend over backward to help a person he hardly knows, but when it comes to his family, he won't lift a finger? Did a friend of a friend or a distant relative ever comment that you were so nice, a great cook, very handy, and so forth? And then did you find yourself jumping through hoops in order to keep this image alive and well in regard to this person? Let's see how this works. Example: Your friend Joan thinks it's okay to borrow things from your house and then forget to return them. In such a situation, say something like, "You really know what it means to be a friend who respects other people's property." Like the time when you asked to borrow my car, even though the keys were in the ignition and you could have just taken it. I want you to know I really appreciate that about you. This should be enough for Joan to decide to ask permission before taking anything in the future. And anything that Joan already has of yours will likely be promptly returned. However, if this does not happen, that's fine. After an hour or so of applying the technique, simply ask her for it, and her willingness to comply will have increased tenfold. The three simple sentences you say to Joan reshape the definition of your friendship to include someone who behaves with honesty and integrity. It makes Joan want to live up to the image you have of her, and she will be driven, mostly unconsciously, to fulfill your expectations. You see her in a certain light, and she seeks to protect this positive image. Technique four: consensus. If everyone is on the same page, an environment of expectations is created that is very powerful in shaping how we see ourselves. To raise people's moral consciousness. Let them be part of a world where such appropriate behavior is the rule, not the exception. Our identity is very much tied in with where we live, the people we know, 
and the places we go. By removing individuals from their environment, you shake up their self-concept and make it easier for them to see themselves differently and, quite often, more objectively. You also get them away from the influences and triggers that snap them back into negative patterns. A girl who bullies children of other races should be removed from her environment and placed around individuals who have a higher sense of morality. How long she remains with them depends upon how much leverage you have and how ingrained the prejudice is. Even a weekend can help make a difference, though generally speaking, the longer she is exposed to an enlightening atmosphere, the more lasting the impact will be. If the girl thinks that hurting people because they are of a certain race is okay, it is because of her influences. If you change the influences, you begin to change the girl. Technique 5. Raising the Bar Raising the bar is a fantastic technique that is very easy to do. Here, instead of chastising the person for a behavior, you lavish the person with praise and compliments. Then, after you are done with this five-minute emotional boost, you simply inform the person that the behavior you want corrected is unacceptable. In this way, you fault the behavior, not the person. Inspire loyalty in anyone. What is it that makes a person stick by you in the darkest hour while others run for the hills at the slightest hint that something is wrong? Are you tired of fair-weather friends who stab you in the back the minute you turn around? Whether it is a friend, employee, or spouse, you can make anyone more loyal to you, your company, or your cause. The following techniques contain the components, the building blocks, that make a person...